0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, where Robbie and I discuss a movie that we have just seen in the theaters, we've just come out, microphone's hot, ready to talk about it, mm. get our first impressions out there,
1: mm. and oh
0: boy, what a movie we just saw, Robbie.
1: Oh yeah, we just saw the the movie Get Out. Get Out. Was it directed by Jordan Peele as I well? I believe written?
0: written and directed by Jordan Peele.
1: That was a fucking movie. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's going to take us a second, I think. Yeah,
1: it's really... You know, we had a whole car ride to, like, mull it over, but, uh... Well, we didn't talk about it. No, we didn't talk about it. We,
0: just to be clear, we save all our thoughts for the microphone for you, the listener
1: at oh, home. Oh, yeah. We just talk about the weather for the entire oh, car ride.
0: We pretty much just sat in awkward silence after that one. Yeah, every time. All right, let's say at the top.
1: Okay. Uh, Jordan
0: Peele is a master of horror. Who knew? Holy shit. Who knew <laughs> that he's the best Did he know? It.
1: He I don't think now. so. I feel like he wrote it and was just like,
0: yeah, I got this. I need to take a shower or something after that movie or drink a beer, which we're currently doing. But you are Goddamn.
1: drinking a beer. Goddamn. Plug for the grapefruit session IPA. Captain Lawrence, check it out. Um, anyway. oh, huh. man. It's hard. I feel like we have so much. I feel like we both have a lot to say about the movie. Yeah, we just got to get it. We got to like, get it together. Okay. We're, I'm I mean, clammed up right we, now. I'm like yeah. tense. I'm like a crab. I... A crab's uh, um, pincer, a hand, knuckle. Okay, uh, Jack, did you like the movie? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Worth the hype. Hi- the hype is real yeah, for this movie. This, okay, yeah. so
0: this movie is very hyped right now. Yes, all the critical responses, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's got a ninety nine percent right now. Oh, Last fuck. time I checked, someone some asshole, someone doesn't like it. Somebody <coughs> fucking spoiled the party. Racist. I just I don't think people like to see hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they're gonna get better like, about it. Oh, I hi, I'm over at mymoviereview.com dot com that I just bought story, the domain for Story. So spleen one hundred
1: percent Story Spleen uh Coltsburg. Breakin. Breakin. Breakin, New Jersey. All right. We gotta collect ourselves. We gotta get, it. We here. Gotta get on it.
0: I think we're we're a mess.
1: I am a hot mess. After that movie. For sure. Uh Okay. Oh, we both liked it. Okay. You um, liked it? I liked it. Yeah. Every we... other
0: critic on the world, minus that one guy,
1: liked it. Yes. Uh, Alright, so, okay. We gotta figure this out. It How is we... a
0: horror movie through social commentary.
1: Yes. But what is the... What do you... What? What's? What is the movie trying to say cuz this I feel like that that little chunk comes up a lot. It's a it's a movie that's it's a horror film that uses social commentary. Right. I think the movie's trying to say a lot. I I'm not having tr- I'm still deciphering what it's saying. Right. with the so, social commentary I, I
0: mean the movie in itself I think we're having such a hard time right now because we still feel pretty tense from how tense of a movie that yeah, was yeah definitely I mean all the way through it like, only rises I yeah. felt so uncomfortable the entire time mm-hmm. and that's what a good horror movie should do is make yes. you feel tense and uncomfortable mm-hmm. it's that tension that you build over the course of a, a good horror movie at least yeah. that you release once, once the actual action let's say happens yeah. and like I said, Jordan Peele is masterful at building attention, pretty much from the jump. I you mean, know,
1: there's there's moments of comic relief in the film, yeah, which are just, tell. like just amazing. So you could tell that like his, you know, what he normally does is he's, in the movie. He's a comedian as well. As he art. is a comedian, exactly, and it shows. I mean, there are yeah. some
0: definite like very there a good amount of laughter. in the Oh yeah. Well, throughout.
1: also we should talk about like just the theater. The the we had a great we had a really good audience yeah, experience we had a good people were clapping people were, were engaged. people were saying don't go in there I think I threw a few don't go in there hey, don't get open out. that you get should out. get out of there you should, uh-huh. there. You should leave um,
0: alright so let's
1: try to set this movie up
0: for the viewers and try not to spoil as as much as possible okay okay so okay.
1: go ahead probably uh, you're gonna throw this on me that's uh-huh. fine So uh, the movie is uh, we can't spoil. What 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 should we spoil? Like the later. Yeah, I don't. There's stuff that we I guess like everyone kind of knows about the movie, right?
0: Right. So like the setup is and hold on, apologies. I don't know, Robbie. You've you've now proven yourself to not know any actor under
1: the suns. I kind of looked it up a little bit earlier. So someone's name is Daniel. I think he's the main guy. Right. Chris. Chris is. Yes.
0: Yeah. So our main protagonist. Mm-hmm. It's a black gentleman who is dating a white woman.
1: Yes. She
0: is having him meet her parents, basically. Yeah. Right. And, uh. Another kind of classic movie. They didn't say. Trope. In, they didn't say explicitly, but I'm guessing upstate New York, right?
1: Yeah, because I think they lived in New York he City, right? The city. Yeah. All they said was the city. I mean, I guess it's still. Uh, I don't think it would be, like, LA or anything like that. It seemed wouldn't... like it could definitely be upstate New York. Yeah.
0: Um, so, right. So he goes to see, meet her parents for yes. the first time and is feeling kind of tense about it from the get-go well the,
1: he he asks her before they even go whether they're still like packing up in his apartment like do your parents know i'm black right and she kind of plays it off just like i don't have to tell them it's not a big deal um the phrase my dad would have voted for obama for a third term yeah. happens a lot um and it it starts out their their relationship is very believable i thought have a lot of chemistry
0: I mean, from the top the whole movie is written so well
1: yeah definitely the dialogue in it is like a plus plus um every character is really fun even like when the the darkness kind of sets sit, in yeah it's you still
0: know. it maintains it's it's awesome in the way that like i said it builds like this super good tension over the course yeah. of the movie but also like is very fun at the same time and mm-hmm. has a good sense of humor throughout.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the films like cinematic, like in visual language and then using like audio cues and things like that kind of simulate horror. Like there are some like not jump scares, but like jump cuts. Yeah. And like people kind of subtly appearing in frame that may not appear scary, but like the movie visually is trying to tell you to be afraid. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. And it, Conveys that sort of, I mean, it's it's a movie built on racial tension, right? Yeah. So he's going to see his girlfriend's white family, yes, uh, as a, a black eye, and mm-hmm. he feels somewhat at uh, you know uneasy, uneasy about, about, about like, right the the potential. I don't know. He's afraid but, that her, her parents could be racist, yeah, or very at least just like life. not
1: know how to talk to a person of color, exactly. You
0: know? And that sort of like racial tension is is very well built i'd say mm-hmm. from the beginning like um
1: well it starts off i feel like i i really like how and there's like a scene i really like how the like playful racism i'm not saying there should be any kind of playful racism but right. like that kind of like culturally allowed racism well, it's, it's is a, really talked about in the film yeah you know
0: it, it addresses it in a very real way i mean yes. he meets her parents and like They're awkward at first, for sure, Yeah. but in a way like, oh, I would have voted for Obama a third time. Yeah, they just have to bring up things like that. Right. And trying to, I guess, make him feel more comfortable in the sort of like cultural appropriation sort of way. Yeah. Which continues when he meets the rest of her family and family friends and they're all like... Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying in their own way, (laughs) but obviously trying to make him feel more comfortable. Comfortable. For a more insidious reason.
1: Than, yeah. But in a way that, like... You don't see it at first.
0: Right. But I mean, well, it's like... Uh, We're having a rough time talking this about this. This is hard. This is really
1: hard. Because uh, I don't really want to give up, like, too much of the movie. But I do feel like... I don't want to say, like, when the movie gets good, is in, like, the later part. Because the movie's good throughout the whole thing. But, like... Yeah. When you start getting, like... At, and I think it's, like... The movie shows a lot of really brilliant restraint. You know? Where... There's not a ton of horror. There's a lot of, like, creepy elements. There's a lot of things where it's, like, you know, our main protagonist, Chris, is becoming more and more uncomfortable. But even, like, uh, his girlfriend and, like, we as the audience, like, may not, like, necessarily believe him. Or, like, right. there could be doubt of, like, why he feels so weird. It's like, man, there's just like, a bunch of weird fucking white people. I don't know. Right. Like, and it it is that, you know, he shows up and they have...
0: They have- black servants as well Mm -hmm. working at the house it's like this beautiful super white bread like estate you know lots of property Mm -hmm. again probably upstate new york yeah um kind of middle nowhere well off like upper middle class white Mm -hmm. family um if not upper class right um and you see that sort of tension build immediately as our protagonist is definitely out of his element
1: absolutely and i think yeah. it
0: it sort of it does a good job at portraying for someone who might not have experienced such a thing like mm-hmm. the kind of like casual racism as you said yeah that is inherent pretty much everywhere you go right and you can see that the character himself is used to this in his day-to-day life like yeah at first he very much kind of shrug- shrugs it off like all the like you know the parents are very much open about like, oh, it's yeah, we know it's weird. We yeah. are like white family, like well off. We have black servants, and he's yeah. he is very much from the beginning trying to be like, no, it's cool. And even when they're awkward with a like mm. appropriation thing, yeah, she, he and his girlfriend is very apologetic and
1: sort of embarrassed
0: at first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and it's cool how they, you know, the movie like it, it's. It's almost, sur- it comes off as surreal until they kind of ground why all these characters are so weird later in the movie. They kind of, like, eventually give you an explanation as, well as like, this is why everyone's kind of fucking weird. Well,
0: is it surreal, though? Or I, I think it, it I think plays it's...
1: into that, like, sort of natural tension
0: that you'd find anyway. Like, True. it's not really out of the ordinary, I would say, in such a scenario where you'd find, again, all of us... Obviously, we both white dudes, so yes. we don't have this personal experience, No, but I think what the movie is trying to convey is a realistic portrayal of that sort of casual racism mm-hmm. in, a,
1: in a very, in a in,
0: otherwise, like, normal, likely scenario.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I do think it's hyperbolized. For sure. And I like how, you know, Chris, like, it starts off with just, like, you know, his his girlfriend and him go to the family to meet the mom, the dad, the brother. Right. And then the strange uh, black servants. I mean, I guess, like, they're... Uh, I mean, they're, like, handmaidens and, like, uh, what did you call it's like it? A like a groundskeeper. A groundskeeper kind of like- and, like, a maid, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, it's supposed to like, kind of, like, allude to servitude. Right. Like, that's, like, the way they're functioning in the story. Yeah. Um, but, like, so they come across as weird, and they're doing that kind of casual racism thing. And then they you know have this huge family party and then like it just keeps happening over and over again right. and it's like everyone he meets in the family and is... you just see chris get more and more just being like all right i'm kind of like fucking done
0: right with this <laughs> like yeah. but that's what i mean is i think it it plays off of it and it hyperbolizes in this yeah. case that very real sort of tension that would be inherent in such a situation mm-hmm. and it plays off that like you know kind of cultural fear that already exists and very much Plays with that idea, Capitalizes like, yeah. On that that, yeah. that inherent fear that we have, like, st- especially now, like mm-hmm. in today's cultural climate. For sure, I feel like it's only now, of course, going backwards in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, whew, man, I just want to talk about. I want to talk about
1: the the shit that happens in the movie.
0: All right, if you're still listening, we're gonna go into more specific at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, really, I guess uh, before we continue, though, like you in. definitely see the fucking movie. This movie's awesome. Yeah, it's so it's so good. It, I mean, like, it deserves all the hype. Like, I feel like everyone's done our job for us in trying to sell this movie. Like, Even it's we, just it's just awesome. Yeah,
0: it's it's a it's a very. I think it's very important. Timely social commentary yeah. It says a lot without without really having like a huge take-home message more like just bringing up sort of these yeah there's no, there's no
1: moral at the end of the movie no which is which like works to its benefit like yeah. it's just kind of like uh illuminating in a very like crazy way sure some of these like deep-rooted like and i think i really like that the movie tackles casual racism and yeah. not like overt racism right and then i think like in the, the last like act of the movie um, one of the characters kind of brings up—he has a line, and we'll, I think we'll get to it, where he, he's just like, "It's not about the color of your skin," right? You know, and I think that's like a very poignant point of the movie in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what's like? So okay, so now we're taking off the spoiler gloves. Right.
0: Spoiler. Spoiler. Start. Yeah.
1: Jump out the window if you can't handle it. Yep. Too or hot. Just Take your headphones off. Take your headphones off. Crash your car if you're listening to some. Crash phone. your car. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Might have already did it. Anyway, so there's a lot of car crashes in this movie.
0: There are. Yeah.
1: That deer. The deer. Okay, that's one. Mm-hmm. And then The End. The end, they crash on their car. I guess that's same two. car. No No, no, car. it's the white car. It's the white car that scoops the dude in the beginning Doesn't of the matter. movie. Yeah, it's fine. There's a few car crashes. Alright, so now we have this one that goes off. Let's um, let's dive into um so the movie is kind of about this weird like body switching thing. Yeah, it's a bot. Is it a bar- body horror movie? You think? No, no, not necessarily. No, the,
0: the point of body horror is that like it's you... your body is actually mutilated. Over uh, yeah, but I mean, so like we said, they hyperbolize this sort of tension with this. It, it always it feels like something nefarious is going on. Yeah, with the family the entire time they're always giving him weird looks mm-hmm. the servants th- that are employed
1: there um are so strange yeah, yeah. are
0: very weird to him mm-hmm. like um chris the main character who the actor's name is daniel cool. kaluuya? kaluuya
1: there's a lot of using it i know that yeah um
0: who is born in england
1: oh so yeah. i guess british there you, go.
0: there you go shout out to the uk yeah shout out to the uk and um his girlfriend's name is Allison Williams. Who mm. Plays Rosie. Yeah. Um, oh, Girls is what she's on. Oh shit! That's why yes. we know her. Yes. Because they're That's such big I'm Girls fans. Yes. Are we're you a big beach.
1: Girls fan? No, I've never seen Girls. It's okay. But um, the first few episodes are good. Yeah. I've Some never seen people it. like it. Um. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: you want to get in the spoilers, man. I know, I do, well, and no. I still
1: do. I'm trying okay. Um We're still having a hard time, wrapping
0: it's our this one. It's just tough.
1: It's just tough, because I, I want to like interpret it right, I think.
0: And this is a hot take,
1: so this we have a hot had take any time to digest. Yeah, this. so thank you for your patience, your <laughs> listener. Um So the movie Why do you think, um, so the movie, like, uh, when they, when they're driving from the city and they're going into, like, the, they're driving to the parents' house in upstate New York, let's just say upstate New York. Right. What do you think the point of, like, hitting the deer is? Do you think there's, like, some kind of, like... Oh, because of the, again, like, institutional racism that you see with the police officer. Do you think it's just to facilitate that scene that happens? I
0: mean, generally in horror, you see early on in a, it's like a horror trope where they hit you with something that kind of um i would say like sort of softens you up it's like a gut punch kind of Oh, okay so that them hitting the deer on the way to the
1: house and showing the cop like, gives kind you of, like well mm-hmm. well the
0: deer itself is like it's a hit and like the they oh. hit the, the deer with the car and so it's very abrupt that... and kind of scary yeah, yeah so it's like it jolts you a little bit so like mm-hmm. from there it like puts your body sort of it tenses you up a little bit with it's like it's a cheap kind of jump scare move. yeah To make you already feel a little bit tense. It's like sort Mm -hmm. of a horror trope that's used as sort of like to soften soften you up up for the rest of the movie. Okay. Get you a little, get your blood pumping a little bit, get you a little bit Mm -hmm. um, nervous already. Yeah, Um, But then they call the police and he asks Chris for his ID. Yeah. Even though he wasn't driving the car. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Showing just... Some institutionalized racism. Right. Right. And
0: giving his girlfriend, Rosie, an opportunity to stick up for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, thus making us trust
1: her right and he
0: obviously trusts her Mm -hmm. it's a new relationship they say four months they specify five months five months I fucked it up there you
1: go Um,
0: that is a pretty new relationship but obviously like they trust each other and like I said their relationship is very believable
1: I feel like it's I didn't trust her though not from the beginning but like I think in that uh, I think in the car scene for some reason I was like this this girl's lying. Something, something feels weird. Yeah, I think she's lying. I don't hmm. know. And I can't really, like, put my finger on it. Well, the thing is, like, I actually thought... Maybe this is, like, kind of weird. Because, like, the cop was asking for his ID, which, like, he had no right to really ask for because there's no right. point. He didn't but, do anything. But I think, like, I saw her defense of him, not as her defending him, but, like, if the cop knows who he is, then the cop knows where they're going... The move the cop can, like, oh, find Oh, that's out.
0: really l- leaning into it. Yeah. Oh. You kind of see what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, that definitely puts it in a different that's light. That's how
1: I saw it, was her being like, no, 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 the cop can't see his ID, because he's going to go missing soon.
0: Holy shit. She
1: knows he's going to go missing wow. soon. So I, I kind of, like, I picked that up. smart writing. That's what I'm saying. Damn. So I picked that up, like, real early. Right. It, well, you know, I didn't pick it. I just, I. that's when I started to not trust her. Because, like, of course, she's gonna... We wanna, as the audience, see her as being, like, sticking up for Chris. Right. You know, seeing this, like, potentially, like, racist moment happen. Fuck the police. Fuck the thing. police, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, he's like, don't talk to him like that. You don't see his fucking idea. you didn't do anything wrong, which is true. But her motives are not that. Her motives... Damn. Because we find out that she's, like, a psychopath, like the rest of her family. Right. This gr- So, like, so, so the... The big spoiler in the movie is that her family... Is this kind of we just like cult, culty
0: culty yeah. kind of weird? Well, he thing. uses the term "our order."
1: Yeah, okay, so yeah. like new world, I guess so. It's a cult, uh, new new order where um, this family is like for two generations, um, abducted, abducted black young black men and women, one oh, yeah, woman as yeah. well, mm-hmm. and they do this. Uh, I forget the name of the process. The brain transplant. But they they use like some kind of like metamorphosis kind of yeah, like terminology that was for it. Pretty
0: good. Oh man, I wish I could remember it. I know because it
1: was like it was weird. It was cool, but it was about how they they were taking the brains of like these dying old white people and, and putting it in these young uh, black folk. Right and. And they like were able to subdue the uh brains of the actual uh people that they abducted through hypnosis, which is what the mother which knows how to do. And those scenes are crazy.
0: Those scenes are
1: wild. When that first happened, so like it's so cool the way they do it, because they you first see a scene like this, this hypnosis scene. Cause they, they bring up because Chris is a smoker. Right. And they bring up it's just like, oh, we can hypnotize the smoking out of you, which I'm assuming is like how they've gotten everyone else to kind of get hypnotized in the first place—that's like the is, trap.
0: Which is a real thing. Like people do. People actually do do that. Yeah. Go hypnosis treatment mm-hmm. for, like, weight loss, cigarette smoke. That all—all all all that, that, all that stuff is in is, there. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Although I will raise the argument that you cannot actually be uh, involuntarily hypnotized.
1: You mentioned that during the film. Yes.
0: Yeah. That is, as far as I know. Yeah, that is a thing with hypnosis. Is you cannot be hypnotized if you do not want to be.
1: Yeah, you have to kind of like open up to it, and right. then you can kind of be subdued by exactly. it. Exactly. They kind of they they make a interesting case for the the um, they call it focal points in the film. Yes. So like the mom, her kind of like trick to kind of like so it's not like your typical spinning circle or the pendulum. Or the pendulum. Yeah. She she makes like a stirring noise in her teacup. Right and that's the, in the focus rhythm area is the focus area and he has to kind of like narrow in on and that. And
0: then dives in on that very personal yeah, uh, which is crazy. story about his mother his mother dying. Right, his mother dying and something a lot tender memory for him where he becomes mm-hmm. paralyzed by fear when he is at home and realizes that his mother's not coming home Yeah. and instead of getting up and doing something is he, just paralyzed, so afraid watching tv mm-hmm. and cannot move basically yes um something that he later reveals to be a deeper wound because a he deeper found weakness. out weakness yeah right because he found out that his mom got in a car accident but was a lot was not killed on impact yeah there
1: had he done something potentially she could have been she could have been saved so
0: that was a really crazy well, dramatic when scene that
1: yeah and it's so early in the movie and he's and he like the he like he's his performance is great in that film also everyone's performance is is really cool but that scene specifically fun it's such a playful movie i think the performance is so playful as well as terrifying
0: yeah he jordan peele strikes an amazing balance between like i am like literally gripping the edge of my seat right now squirming yeah we were squirming i was actually squirming i think we've kind of like like loosened up a little bit now i'm a little tense still. (laughs) yeah i'm still tense as well and trying to Gulp down this beer. I'm really trying to try this.
1: Yeah. Ooh, um, mm, that's good. So, yeah. So the scenes were so when he gets hypnotized and he kind of gets first subdued by the mother. Um, what are they ref- do? You know? what, Do you remember what they refer to? What is called like? They had oh, a name for place, it. The dark place. not. It's like it's like the deep down or something. Yeah. Some like weird stranger thing. deep the shit. The deep place. I don't know. The reason we refer to it as this or why Memories we think it might be called this... Ass, yeah, we're bad. It's all the... Uh, mm. Substance abuse. Yep. Well, we dropped acid right before we started I this. am tripping balls. Uh-huh. We might not have even seen the movie. I think we did. I don't know. Anyway, those <laughs> scenes... Speaking of, like, trippy. Trippy, that's... They're so cool. Him falling into that hypnosis. Yeah. was
0: such a cool shot.
1: Mm-hmm. And they keep bringing it back. So he, like, kind of, like, falls... Through the scene into space, into space. It's almost like watery, but he's just like floating in nothing. Yeah. And there's like stars flying around. But then
0: him. watching everything
1: through like a screen, through a TV,
0: very apt for, for his flashback. His own... Yeah. Well, but for, for his own personal
1: um, wound of watching, right? Because he's watching TV while his mom exactly. Yes. Um, and then like it's and like it kind of it shows you how everyone else, how all the other abductees like. See the world while they're inside, because they're still trapped inside the their right. hosts or right. their own bodies. They're trapped inside their own bodies.
0: It makes it more horrific when
1: they actually explain, like, yeah, exp- yeah, do the
0: whole exposition part, which was
1: also really well handled. I, we definitely because at that point we want it. At that point, right. it's not. It's like it's exposition for sure, but it's like I'm just like, oh yeah, tell me, why. okay,
0: what the fuck tell is going why. on? Yeah, like, like I need to know. You, and like it's,
1: it happened at a good time. It happened like very well. Um and that's that scene where he's just like tied down to the chair and like and you get the TV, TV keeps like flashing the on the last TV
0: yeah. with the grandfather mm. who's now now been transplanted into into the, grounds the groundskeeper. Bin, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then the grandma is the maid. Right.
0: Um, um and they explain that you are in this dark place, this deep place uh in the hypnosis zone. And you're
1: paralyzed, you cannot control your body anymore. Right, but you
0: see everything as
1: a yes, passenger. And which it's is Terrifying. That is dark. Well, have you ever had, like, I think it's, like, kind of speaks to, have you ever had sleep paralysis before? Yes. Sleep paralysis is kind of, like, that. So it really capitalizes on, like, that, that kind of real life thing. Fear. Because that's yeah. what, like, really sleep paralysis feels like. You're kind of trapped, paralyzed. Except somebody else is in the driver's seat of your own body. Exactly. Which is fucking scary. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. The movie just, like, you know, it rises in tension, and then it becomes horror, Right. You know, and, uh, the fucking bingo scene. Oh my God. <laughs> I love the bingo scene. It's so good. It's so good. And, um, did you, did you catch real quick? So at the beginning of the movie, there's a cold open to the movie or the kind of like inciting incident yeah. is, um, a different young black man is like trying, he's like on the phone with this girl he's been seeing, which presumably is, um, what's her name? Rosie in the movie? Rosie. Yeah. Um, He's like he's like in this like suburb area, and he's just like he's like ah, I'm kind of getting lost. I'm trying to find out where I'm going. Right. It definitely like
0: uh, flips the whole scenario on mm-hmm. its head, where it's like somebody walking at night by themselves yeah. in like a shady neighborhood. Yeah, it's just like
1: yeah, it's just like a black man walking in a like a suburban neighborhood, super suburban and then he gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's totally. I mean, that's that's the entire thing. Subverting, right? It's yeah. A, well, subverting. For white people, really, yes, like, yes,
1: because this is sort
0: of the inherent world that you know a, a lot of young black men and women live, live in, in, where yes. it is like you have that like inherent casual racism mm-hmm. or,
1: um, that they deal with like every all the time. day time, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, um, so he gets, so this guy gets abducted in the beginning of the movie. Um, he gets just like choked out who you later find out is like the brother. The brother. Yeah.
0: Right. Which holy shit, that brother's fucking creepy. He's
1: was creepy. I mean, he's like kind of the first cause like the parents come off as just weirdos who just like don't know how to talk to yeah. black people, you know, they just like don't know how to do it. Um, and the brother comes in and he's kind of your first insight of just like, oh, there's something, there's something very wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's like maybe like there might be something wrong here, but there's definitely something fucked up about him. Yeah. You he know.
0: is weird. As, as weird hell. as they come. Yeah. Played by, um, Caleb Landry Jones. You
1: see, I saw his picture on IMDb and he looks terrifying. He looks even <laughs> creepy <Picture> there. <too. laughs> Sorry, Caleb,
0: if you're listening, but... Get dude, rid, of the, Get rid of the ponytail. Get yes, rid of the ponytail. And never I grow that mustache again. Uh, he was in X-Men First Class and No Country for Old Men. Who is he in X-Men? Um, Cassidy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is.
1: Um... <sighs> yeah. So, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, so so then we go to the party scene where the extended friends and family who are who who are is revealed to be like the cultists. They are they basically so when Rosie brings an uh, an abductee to this home, right? They always have a party, right? At the same time every year, and these people come in like all black Escalades, yeah. Um, which weird, is also weird like because are just like a bunch of rich S- cavalcades yeah, like yeah but they're kind of like scoping out like the meat essentially they're all checking them out they're all checking them out I think maybe because like oh well they're doing bingo
0: well they're bidding they're bidding on bidding who, on
1: gets, who, gets, who gets, to... gets to be in Chris's body right and the uh the blind uh art auctioneer guy right wins right yeah which is also when they introduce um lucas i think is
0: they they said his name was oh uh, is Slash it lucas andre
1: yeah on uh, yeah his real name is andre who which is the character who gets abducted in the movie that's why i was gonna, that's what i was asking you did you put that together right away that it was the same guy from yeah. the yeah because no, he looks so he different had, i think he had facial he had hair in the beginning. beginning of the movie and he also yeah. doesn't look like a total fucking weirdo like right he, does it he doesn't this look point. like he
0: just walked out of the country club yeah exactly um which now, as I'm putting together, that was must have been that woman's husband who was like... Yep, he
1: won the last round. Yeah. Shit is dark, man. It is dark. It's super dark, and... I think that's like... I'm, I'm not having... I'm just... I'm having... I, I'm just... I'm having fun trying to dissect, like, what does... What is the movie trying to say something about this idea of... Like, it's just, like, a good, like, good horror movie idea that's just kind of about, like, um, subverting and hyperbolizing, like, casual racism. But, like, what, like, what do you think, like, Jordan Peele is trying to say about, like, white people bidding on black people to take control of their bodies or to, like, live on forever in these bodies?
0: Because black folk are
1: primarily targeted. Yeah. Or are, they're the only ones targeted in the film. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like I think that's just like how kind of to what. Not what I'm hung up on. But I'm trying to like figure it out. I'm chewing trying on to it.
0: Chew on it. And, yeah, and maybe yeah, see if something's we're coming We're working out. through this together, trying to pull some insight from this. <sighs> yeah, for sure. As we're, which is good. This is the whole point of this is the this whole podcast. Point of the hot take. Yes. Um, it's definitely trying to say something about well, obviously making statements about casual racism. Yes. And now it's inherent in society. Mm-hmm. Put you in that role. Make the main protagonist a person of color in that role Mm -hmm. um faced with that sort of casual racism yeah um which I think was very effective coming from a white dude like I I was like don't trust any of these fucking white people they're all bad get out of there all bad
1: leave dude yeah
0: um this is all wrong Mm -hmm. obviously knowing it was a horror movie going in but still that's so true um Something about cultural appropriation, for sure, where all, I mean, the setup is that the grandfather was um, an athlete and was beat out
1: by, um, what's the name of the athlete who, during the World War II Olympics, he beat Hitler's main dude, Yeah. or did he beat Hitler's dude, or he just won, and Hitler was like, it's like, it's the story about how Hitler walked out of the Olympics, because he saw the black man win a the story the... I was not actually familiar with oh you didn't know that didn't oh yeah know. that's like a real story I re- I feel like so shitty for not actually knowing the name of the athlete who won mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah so and so he so in the uh, in his girlfriend's home uh, her father like points out why he's taking Chris on like tour of the home in the beginning of the movie of being like yeah it's a picture of my father
0: yeah yeah the grandfather the
1: grandfather and he's just like yeah he almost won that race but he was beat a black man because, he, yeah. he
0: almost got over it he almost got over it. right so so like that hatred kind of runs yeah. throughout the family and kind of mm-hmm. they set you up for that like sort of seed of a, a purpose there
1: yeah as far as like a deeper meaning i mean i mean the film the place where i think that really could have gotten explored is in like the really last bits of the movie and it's not really explored because it just kind of turns into like your I don't want to say know, typical because it demeans revenge, revenge bloodbath. Blood yeah, which
0: I thought for sure um, when you was see the cop car at the end, it's turned on on its head again. Right, because it's very easy for this to say like, oh, here's this white family that this black dude just like went off and killed, and I very well could have seen,
1: especially because you she see, is still alive yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah and then you and there. then you see. A uh, car with red and blue flashing lights right. pull and up.
0: It's like, okay, well,
1: here you go. This, this is it. He
0: went off and he gets the fall for this, like, nefarious. Because he got caught wrong place, one the, time. All the evidence yeah. is destroyed because the house is on, is on fire. fire.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like that could have been. Because, so, I mean, it's revealed that it's his friend who's been trying to track him down, who works is for the motherfucking TSA. Rodney and is a great character He's the best character in the movie. I've been waiting to bring him up the he's entire so time. Good. It's just hard because, awesome. like, he's so good. Obviously, hes the comic relief of the movie, and he is—he is, he is, he is very himself. good at it. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was like a first draft of the movie. It was like the ending that we kind of saw Could coming, be. and then like it was just like, no, nah, let's not do that. Which I think it's more effective to have that not happen. But he
0: makes that choice at the end, and this is this is kind of where I was thinking, like, you know, you see him go on that revenge where he takes out the dad. He yep. Kicks the shit out of the brother. Yep. Um, he stabs the mother. Like he gets his revenge. He on gets the, his revenge on the to everybody for yeah. what they've they've tried to do to him, right? Which was remove his brain and try to put a white person's brain in his head. Which yeah. I would say, like an old blind white dude's brain. And yeah, I would say a fair cause for
1: bloodbath revenge. Bloodbath revenge. Yeah, I mean, you hypnotize him and all that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> also, excuse me. Could. uh very well be
0: pinned on him as the aggressor in the end you know yes you could see that being him taking the fall for all that yeah um which is again commentary on on that sort whole of, thing yeah yeah institutional racism
1: um i think i'm i'm glad they didn't do it because i think it would have been easy definitely yeah
0: and you get that you get that cathartic ending when his friend shows up yeah in the TSA car you're just like and, yeah and, again, some more comic relief mm. as he's like, I'm a motherfucking TSA. TSA. And we, we get, get shit, shit. done. Yeah, and I awesome. got this shit done. It was hilarious. And he basically so was like, dude, I told you not to go in there. <laughs> which was great.
1: It's so good. And that's like... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess this is like Jordan Peele's like first foray into like feature like movie writing. And I'm excited to see what else he does because... This is, I don't even think this is really a genre mashup, but more of, like, a genre melding. Definitely. You know? Like, it's really, like, whereas, like, um, like a movie like The Guest, I think is more of a mashup.
0: Sure. Let me hit that point real yes, quick. Yes, please. Uh, where I was going. Um, He basically has Rosie, like, in... He's choking yeah, her. Yeah, he's, he's choking her out. And, like, you could see it in his eyes, like, he wants revenge for all this, but he realizes, like... Well, now I'm being made the the aggressor in this situation, mm-hmm. and I want to know part of this, and yeah. chooses not to
1: Yeah. Because he her. doesn't... Because before, the killings that he did was to facilitate his escape. He doesn't have to kill her right. and it, in this moment. And you
0: could say that that was self-defense all the other All the other instances. times, yeah.
1: This, though, it's like... This was cold-blooded fucking... I mean, right. she's the one who also, like, baited Instigated him out. This. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, she was the one who... Yeah lured him in. I was, I was down a for great. That's a great moment when he discovers the photo album oh of all God. her other black boyfriends. Yep. When she had told him, oh no, you're my first black boyfriend. Yeah. And then he's oh, just do like, do your parents know I'm black?
1: Mm. Cause I like, you know, even though I didn't trust her in the beginning, like that thing where I didn't trust her in the beginning of the movie. Right. Um, it's almost like, I didn't like forget, but like when he found the photo album, I like knew what was going to happen. Russell's was still just like, oh no. Yeah it's like oh no that was a great moment it's
0: so good also great audience participation when he's like looking in the closet and they're like oh they're like don't go in there man yeah Bruh. don't go in there no, no. it's so good <laughs> it was awesome
1: um yeah people clapped during the movie too it was a good it was good a good audience. audience yeah yeah for sure
0: good in theater experience Def. um so sorry go back to where you were wrapping up with with Jordan Peele, this is his first
1: his first foray into yeah into feature length movie writing, to my understanding, right?
0: What was that movie that you saw? Keanu,
1: I didn't see it, but Keanu Keanu was that written by? I don't know Keanu? if it was written by him. I know like uh, Key and Peele were in it, right? I don't know if it was written directed by it, though.
0: But then what about that improv movie? Um, oh
1: no, I don't think it, no because um
0: that was Mike Probiglia?
1: Mike Probiglia, but also um uh, Keegan Michael Key is in that movie, but he doesn't write or direct it. Okay. He's just in it. Gotcha. Um, All right. And that's a much different, like, but this movie, it's like, you know, yeah, it's just, it's a melding. And like, um, you know, I think whatever Jordan Peele does next, I don't think will be a horror movie.
0: No, I mean, but man, does he have the knack for horror? I,
1: I hope he just like, you know, it's, it's kind of funny how the opening song of the movie is Redbone by Charles Gambino and the newest Gambino album is a total departure from his normal body of work. Where normally he's a rapper, he started doing joke raps, started getting a little more serious. He's, um, but then, um uh was it a? I forget. I, I it's
0: an R and B album.
1: It's an R and B album. It's a soul album. It's like a funk album. And yeah. then, like you know, for Jordan Peele to have done improv for Matt TV, and then done Key and Peele, and like he's known as a comedian, right? To also have a departure. From his normal body of work to do this movie, it's a very, it's a very good, um, it's a very good opening song for that it film. Yeah. yeah, and it works so effectively. But I think it's, I think it's very. There's a lot of choices in this movie. I think they're done very much like on purpose. Right. Um,
0: yeah. The, all the movie, everything that happens in this movie is on is purpose. Very much done. Yeah. With reason.
1: And I think, like you know, I, I like that we're doing a hot take about it. I think it's going to be one of those movies I'm going like, to keep thinking I'll about like, and keep pulling things out. I want you know? to see it
0: again, for sure.
1: Definitely. Um, Definitely. I mean... I think it's just so dense. I think we're not used to doing hot takes after really dense movies because what well, we did, John Wick.
0: We did John Wick and Triple X. Yeah. So not so exactly like... like nah. Not exactly real
1: head scratchers. Um, no, we know what we're getting in and out. Yeah. Yeah. This is a movie to chew on, for sure. Definitely. Because there's a lot of stuff in it where I feel like... Everything's done on purpose, but it's it's... Because, like, when you're seeing it on the first time, you're just like, how are they going to put all this together? Yeah. And then, like, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but, like, once you get this, like, kind of grounded, um, uh, sci-fi-esque horror kind of explanation for everything, well, I didn't of- see, I didn't see, I didn't, I just didn't know what to expect. I did, could not, like, Oh, I had no idea I I'd never would have guessed that it was anything. because they
0: were trying to steal his body, like, put yeah. the brain in his body.
1: Because it almost, like, it... Yeah, and, like, it's it's something that, like, you cannot tell from the beginning of the movie. Where I feel like in most horror movies, and I say most because not every single one, yeah. but, like, you kind of know at some point in the movie, maybe early, maybe a little bit later, uh-huh. what's going to happen by the end. Right, and why it, well,
0: it would have been easy to just have the family be, you know, some sort of backwoodsy racist. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're just going to take you into the basement and... Or even just hypnotize you and like make you into our sex slave, as Ma- Rodney yes, yes, kept postulating saying, pretty early. But the me. thing
1: is, like, maybe they're not really racist, though. Sure. You remember? So remember, I brought this up early in the podcast. So remember how I mentioned how the blind guy, um, when he's on the TV and he's talking yes. to him, he's just like, he like, um, because uh, Chris asked him, he's like, "Why black people?" Right. And he's basically just like, "I don't care that you're black." I want your eyes. I'm blind. Yeah. I want your eyes. I don't care what you look like. Yeah. I want your eyes. So like maybe it like started off as like an inherently racist thing because of like the um what happened to the grandfather who like started this whole thing? Right. But like maybe these characters like aren't race I don't even want to say that they're either not racially charged. They're not racially charged. They're just doing this because maybe it's like tradition.
0: Sure.
1: And they're just trying to get these new bodies and these new hosts. Mhm. Um But then I don't know, I feel like maybe, I don't even know if I agree with myself by saying that because there obviously is some kind of like racial, I don't know, it's confusing. Well, I mean, the tension again is, is, is based inherently on, on
0: casual racism. Yeah. Yeah. On that feeling Mm -hmm. Um, that is hard to escape in our current society. Maybe one day we'll get past it where it's not, you know
1: yeah or it doesn't like you just see people as people ingrained that's into yeah. every
0: every brain right but it's something that is still like very much inescapable and palpable
1: yeah um, i like sure. what you just said how it's like ingrained in every brain because like obviously like the brain is very important to this film as well sure you know and i think that's like it's almost like putting this casual racism in a black person right like taking part of that brain and putting it in them and like when you have the scenes of Chris like looking through the looking glass and being subdued into this like nothingness. Right. And then to think that like a white person would be taking control of his body and kind of like maybe like institutionalizing racism in a black person. Right. You know, maybe that's like... Yeah. Now, now I'm just spitballing and like trying sure. to figure out what's going on in the movie. but well, maybe and you,
0: you see the characters in the movie trying to push against that as well, whether mm-hmm. their motivations are nefarious or not. Like yeah. Chris is trying to put his faith into this family. Yeah. He trusts them. He's trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And
1: they just keep kind of like and pushing they, them down, well, you know? No, but
0: also like mm-hmm. they're also trying to show him, even though ultimately it's all spoiled because they have ulterior motives. Yes. Nefarious. But they're trying to, you know, show him like we're not,
1: you know, we're nice. Yeah. They're exactly. not, but we're nice. They're not, yeah. but they're trying. Right. So yeah,
0: it's um something that's hard to escape that feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah hmm hmm we're we at right now 43 we already went this is our longest hot take yeah this is our longest hot take there's well, a lot that, to talk about there is
0: it is it is a movie to to sit down and talk about and yeah kind of hash out i, I so. definitely want to see it again and i definitely want to have this is a conversation this is the kind of movie i want to have these conversations, conversations
1: about definitely with people about yeah I mean we keep trying to dissect the movie but I feel like I think
0: I think this is a good place to sort of wrap it yeah. up uh, any yeah. closing thoughts
1: Robin? Um, I'm just really excited to see what he does next likewise you know yeah. I just feel like if this is his first like outing as like writer director like oh, nailed man, it crushed it like I don't it's just like it's just one of those surprises like who would have thought he had it in him you know no who thought he me. like not like you know sure he could have maybe written a great comedy or something like that but he wrote this like uh
0: which i would argue is also a pretty good comedy in itself
1: not not there's some great like like like, you know the dude's a master of comedy yeah so for him to interject master of like comedic moments in this film is not outside of his spectrum of talent you know
0: i would say proves himself as a master of horror at least a master of
1: tension definitely tension i mean i would say yeah i mean i think like i think it's a new age of horror that he's writing i think it's like And it's just something, you know, horror is a vessel for things that make us uncomfortable or social injustices or like things to get like put in the form of a monster or put in the form of a fear and kind of like expanded and like for him to kind of do, um, not just racism, but like a more kind of micro version of racism and hyperbolize that is like homeboy's got some good opinions. Absolutely. Dude knows what he's talking about. Yes. Dude has something to say about it. And like, I like that we have to really dissect this movie to figure it out. Because it's not set out right.
0: Right. The message is not... There's not. It's not, He's not beating you over the head with any of these ideas. No. He's sort of opening them up to you. So Presenting you can, them. Right. So that you can process them on yeah. your own. And sort of take your own... I mean, obviously he does have key points that he's trying to mm-hmm. get across. But it is a movie that I would say... Opens up discussion rather than tries to Tell you narrowly something. focus on yeah. in
1: on one like key lesson. Definitely. Yeah. And well, it's
0: very a very strong movie for all those reasons.
1: Yeah, I mean I think that's why like now we're having fun dissecting it, but we just left it being like, oh my god yeah that movie it's like a, oh my I, goodness like, it's
0: great because it's it's they have that the story thread about uh chris being a smoker yeah and him being hypnotized to not smoke anymore right and a halfway th- or a quarter of the way through i like leaned over to you and i was like how many cigarettes do you want to smoke right now and i was just like pretty much every single one them. like yeah. every cigarette that's I, ever been made i want you, like, to smoke sm-
1: lining up five yeah. cigarettes in your mouth and lighting them all at once <laughs> that's how i felt he never likes. you know he never smoked a cigarette during the whole movie no he didn't yeah. maybe he's not really a smoker poser hmm. no i don't like the movie bullshit i love that movie do you have anything you want to say about no that I, I, think I think we got a lot
0: i this is a movie i'm going to continue thinking about tomorrow
1: yeah and the day definitely after. i think we will you and i will definitely have more chats about it in the future for sure yeah
0: um, and we'll probably also have some more chats in the future very soon. Yes, March is a March busy month. is busy. Holy crap. We
1: gotta do a lot of movies. So Logan's happening. Yep, in the next few days, which right. we're gonna try to see asap. I think we're gonna do it midnight release, which is at seven o'clock because they don't do midnight releases which anymore. Thank
0: goodness! Like I gotta go to bed. You I know?
1: understand, but I feel like it's cheating.
0: Sure, but I gotta you go know? to bed. So I'm,
1: I respect. That. I'll cheat. You'll cheat. That's yeah. Fine um so yeah we got logan we got the uh power rangers movie which i keep bringing up because i want to see
0: which i think as a uh, i grew up as a little kid watching power yeah. rangers
1: that movie looks bad it doesn't look amazing some of the, uh, they, we haven't seen a lot we've seen a lot of like clips of things we don't really like i would say okay if i had to put money on it i'm gonna say
0: it's going to be flawed but charming in the same way that the first Transformers Transformers movie was which that movie wasn't great it was pretty it was okay for what it was for the
1: first time seeing a movie like that yeah the
0: very only the first Transformers oh yeah the other ones are hot garbage it was you know not perfect but had like some charm to it yeah at best I feel like this Power Rangers movie will hit that
1: okay at best I think I'm not even
0: I don't even think it's going to hit that we'll see and there's also uh,
1: Beauty and the Beast. And um, the Beast. Um, um, what was
0: that movie that we saw the trailer for? Oh, fuck. Belco.
1: Is that this month? March. Belko kidding. Experiment that is movie looks rad. That's the first time I saw a trailer for that movie. Yeah, it looks cool. That movie looks cool as fuck. Yeah.
0: So anyway, we're going to have a lot to talk about in yeah. the future, so stay tuned on StoryScreenBeacon.com where you can hear many po- more podcasts like this one, yes. including a pretty good Oscar uh
1: yeah if you have two hours to if you uh, have two square. hours to
0: see where robbie and mike and bernadette were correct in some way very correct i way, I, very won. I won did, yeah, 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 i won
1: yeah i won that t-shirt fair and square yeah god I mean, damn it you
0: did tell bernadette you were going to stab her in the back many many times
1: but, i did uh you success utopia really utopia put you over the line really got her and
0: good call by the way. Not yeah, this is going way long but anyway I <laughs> check out com. there's a lot of great stuff up there for you to check yeah. out a lot of good articles and other podcasts merch thanks for listening again mm. merch there's t-shirts there are here. t-shirts now get the we t-shirts we gotta stop plugging here
1: sorry thanks for listening everybody
0: take care have a good night bye bye okay
1: we're good Oh baby I love you Baby I
0: love you way.